Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 126, A New Generation. I kick, I scream, I am Tantrum. To my left, can you feel his wrath? He is anger! And to my right, he can push your buttons. It's panel! Good evening, viewers! I, I thought I was going to be Roth. No, no, your anger. Roth McQueen. Yeah, I thought I was going to be Roth. Oh, so that, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, just, I, I think that deserves a, yeah, a very good intro. Thanks. Very good intro. Thanks. I was, uh, that's, <laughs> all, that's all I've got. <laughs> you can leave now. That yeah. is all I've got for the show. It is Box Cutters episode 126. If you've never listened to Box Cutters before, it's all about television. That's what we do. We've got a huge show. Was there any reason for the special intro? No, none. 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 It's just, you none. just thought of it? Yeah. Just just thought of it. Mm. No, well, one of the reasons is uh, one of the things we're going to be talking about later on in the show, Gladiators is back. Really? Yes. Oh. I know. You wouldn't have known. No. There's no promotion. What, what, what channel is it on? Is uh, it on SBS or something? No, no, no. No, no. It's on, it's on 7. No promotion, on though. 7. Really, just a quiet, quiet launch. Yeah. Nothing, no giant billboards or anything. Obviously, they just want to let let it uh, grow an underground support base, and then they'll they'll kind of boast about it at mid year or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just under two million viewers, though. It's amazing. So we'll, we'll talk mm, more about interesting that. Interesting to see if that holds up. Talk mm. more about that later on in the show, uh, as well as East of Everything, which. Uh, also started on Sunday night on a, a different of, network. A lot of similarities with Fox, Huge. Uh, with Gladiators. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar. We've uh, got an I don't buy it. We've got the box cutters quiz, courtesy of one of our listeners. Really? Yes. No, oh, that'll be interesting to to get into that. It's it's going to be I th- exciting. I thought we weren't having a quiz until we had some entrance. Well, you see it, what. Ended up well, happening. We, we had some entrants, but we didn't have a quiz. Yeah, we we had we had someone who wrote in a question. Really, as an well entrant. Done. Well done. So you know, whoever you are, I, I look forward to finding out. You, you you'll have to wait until quiz. I will. We've also got a whole bunch and of. And unlike the people listening, I can't just skip forward. No, not that I'm condoning skipping forward, but but it does sound pretty tantalising. It's it's exciting. Mm. It's exci- not as exciting as the intro. No. <laughs> no. But what is? Well, that's the most exciting thing we've ever had on Box Cutters, I think. <laughs> Let's kick things off, though, with the Box Cutters news. Good news for South Park fans. Trey Parker and Matt Stone have decided to release all episodes of South Park. That is, all episodes of South Park onto the internet. They're sick of people just putting bad versions up on YouTube. And they've decided to have them all up on their website for free. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you need Brett's special fancy to download them? Uh, I don't think so. My guess is free means free for everybody. Mm. You know, I can't guarantee that people in China will be able to watch it, mm. but uh, I can't see why we wouldn't be able to. Uh, the, uh, the the quote from the statement that Parker and Stone gave was, we got really sick of having to download our own show illegally all the time, so we gave ourselves a legal alternative. <laughs> it's nice. Good on them. So, uh, uh, so what's the website? Uh, the website will be uh, via the Comedy Central website. So you can, uh, if you go to the Comedy Central site, you should be able to get to it from there. And uh, it will offer every South Park episode, including the current one. So in, up until the most recent South Park episode. And, uh, and in what format is that? Uh, it's streaming. So I don't know. Okay, so you can't actually download you it. You can't download it, but your, you can... You, mobile media device. But you can watch it whenever you want. Okay. As long as you've as got long a, as you, a fast enough connection. Yes. And and there's not too much traffic between wherever you happen to be and their servers, uh, maybe in Colorado, maybe in California, maybe in Chicago. Sure. That's also true. So if if you take away the, uh, the, the barriers that the internet gives you to actually go <laughs> and get content, mm. then it's going to be a great thing to do. Mm. Yeah. It, it's mm. streaming 
more like less likely to be blocked than downloading? Uh, streaming is more likely to be blocked via IP address than downloading is. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would just complain to uh, South Park Studios if you can't get a hold of it. I think that would just work because they'll say, well, it's free. It should be available. Why can't these people get it? Or else, good content for Matt and Trey. They'll come up with an episode of South Park about all the whiny bitches on the internet who can't download their shows. <laughs> that's that's unlike them. That that won't happen. <laughs> uh, once again, uh, I don't know if either of you saw this week's South Park, but once again, uh, they showed the uh, the absolute value of just a week's turnaround time for their episodes, episodes and did a fantastic takeoff of the whole Elliot Spitzer. I haven't. Uh, his his whole apology was uh, was with his high class hookers and uh, yeah yeah the whole apology for that uh, was very funny and just just amazing that they can turn around and parody something like that so quickly. I, I haven't seen that one. I did see the Britney Spears one though. Yes, which was <laughs> I think the most shocking South Park I've seen. I think <laughs> it was it was very funny. I like that one, but uh, I thought uh, this week's one was very good too. Mm, made me wonder if Brett's been cheesing. If I'm being cheesy. If you've been cheesing. Cheesing. Mm. I think you've been cheesing a lot. Cheesing what? What is cheesing? Uh, you'll have to watch it. Obviously, I'm out of touch with the latest <laughs> episodes. Congratulations to uh, local comedy Summer Heights High, which has been sold to HBO. Fantastic. Yeah, so that's great news for uh, for Chris Lilly and for the ABC. So that means the version that we saw here in Australia is going to be screened over there. Yes. yes. They're not going to remake they're not, it. Or no, they're not remaking it. Well, no. You, you know, try and find a, a talent like Chris Lilly. No, no, do that. You, you can imagine if they were remaking it. Oh, we've got to get a hot girl to play. To, to play Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Britney they, Spears isn't doing anything at the moment. <laughs> she is, actually. She, 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 did, uh, she did an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Uh, two, two episodes, actually. Yeah. With, um, with a crazy no top of the head look. <laughs> and apparently... That's, uh, a, that's a South Park joke. Perez Hilton uh, was excited about uh, Summer Heights High going across and, and had a photo of Chris Lilly as Jemay and said, yeah, that's a dude. Right. Like, you know, like he couldn't believe it. it really? <laughs> there, there are moments in the show when Jemay's got stubble. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it was just a promo shot that how, uh, he was looking at, I think. Uh, how do you think it'll go <coughs> over there? Um. I don't. I don't think that the the recognition of those characters will be the same over there as it is here. Of the, the you don't think so? Um, the, what's his name? The Mr. G. Oh, I think it. I think it will. So I, yeah, I, yeah I, I think he will. I think he'll travel better. Jonah. Than, I think. I think everyone can relate to, a, will, to to an outsider character like Jonah. Uh, and, and everybody who's been to school knows knows that type of, uh, you know, they don't have to be an islander to be, you know, somebody who doesn't fit in at school who was just causing trouble, just taking up all the time by being an idiot. But, but I do think there's going to be cultural things that they'll miss out on, uh, oh, yeah. some of the humour there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But how great how great for Australia, how great for Chris Lilly mm. that, uh, that the show's being picked up and, and shown whole on a network. It's, it's not like uh, the UK office, which became popular in the States because it played on BBC US or BBC America or whatever, whatever that network's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is their own network. Like, it just doesn't happen. Yep. It's, it's amazing. Yep. yep. And uh, luckily it got in ahead of uh, Sit Down, Shut Up being remade because otherwise people would have just assumed it was oh, a rip-off. Just a rip-off. Yeah, 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 yeah. just a rip-off. Mm. Just a rip-off. So I, I look forward to seeing the, uh, the the boards fill up with comments about that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, the we're just going to sit here and wait, <laughs> Brett. We'll, we'll just we'll there wait. Was, there was a bit of a bl- delay because he's using Audacity. Ah, oh, right. Yes, it wasn't me. <laughs> Managing director of the ABC, Mark Scott, uh, had a bit of a presentation over the last week, uh, talking about the way forward for ABC. Um, and specifically about ABC TV's uh, saying that outsourcing will play a pivotal role in the future. Hang on. Isn't that the same statement they made two years ago? Uh, no, two years ago was uh, we're not going to have any party political uh, bias going on here and everything's going to be balanced and fair. I, I think that was uh, th- that was one year ago. I think two years ago it was we're going to have more outsourcing. Are you sure that wasn't two years ago? Yeah, I'm pretty A year and a half. 
because it was it was coming up to the end of that year. Ah, uh-huh. right. Um, and then Media Watch got screwed over. So, so what are they outsourcing? Uh, drama, everything, every, news. drama, news, weather, weather. Mm. Uh, s- sport. They're going to outside people to dinner netball, mm. and uh, and the the jack high. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could I put a weather in, uh, bid in to do the weather? Do you think? I think you could. Yeah. I think you could if you could do it for cheap enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I reckon you could definitely put in a bid to do the weather. All right. I think my weather reports would have a bit too much swearing with the rain. You don't like the rain? No, no. We need to have words, Ross. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very un-PC of me not to like the rain, no, especially no, no. at the moment with everybody loving the rain. So No, and, and I don't think it's, it's un-PC. I, I mean, I, I get sick of people who, who love the sunshine and the heat. Hmm. So maybe, maybe that's what it takes to no, make no, the no, world there, go around. There, there, is a, there is a cultural thing at the moment you can't. When it's raining, you have to say, oh, we need the rain. Isn't it good? You can't say, fuck, I hate the fucking rain. <laughs> Language people warning. Just, people just look at you and say, no, no, we need the rain. See, I've always loved the rain. I, anyway, I still get wet. It sucks. Mark Scott's <laughs> basically saying that uh, every program that's made by the ABC has to be made efficiently. Otherwise, it's out of there. It's going to be uh, externally sourced. Anyone who and, um, has ever worked at the ABC... There's no actual uh, uh, K- KPIs or, or anything about uh, what is efficiently made. Um, and, of course, he's desperately concerned about wasting taxpayers' money. I think anyone who has actually worked at the ABC would be hard-pressed to find a scenario where the ABC has actually wasted something. Uh, I remember being taken on a tour of some of the offices by Rod Quantock, who uh, showed me the coffee area, which was... Really, just the worst instant coffee crap. Just a big tin of international roast. Yeah, pretty much. But with the label taken off because they can't have any uh, commercials going on there at all. Uh, and uh, and he he had to take his own spoon from his desk what? to the to the coffee area, and then take his own spoon back because they wouldn't have uh, plastic spoons and they wouldn't none of that. Couldn't have any of Did that. Did they have a sink? Did they have taps but no running water? No, they had they had uh, they had running water, but it was on a timer. <laughs> they had, they had taps. between six and eight a.m. Monday and Wednesday. Yeah, they had taps, but no sink. So yeah. you had to be quick and not waste any, <laughs> or else your shoes got wet. But yes, the ABC they, they just don't waste money. I don't know what he's talking about. It, it, it really is pretty much everything I've seen made at the ABC is on the the tightest shoestring budget, and even since then. Uh, Things like green room snacks have been pulled back, so now it's really just uh, some homemade fairy bread or, or something like that. Uh, they've they've gotten rid of uh, alcohol in the green room and and anything that could cost too much money. Well, that would have been after the incident with uh, Chopper and Al McFeast, wouldn't it? Uh, no, long after that. L- long after that, I think uh, I think they stopped supplying individual guests with slabs after that. <laughs> Uh, yes. But, you know, there, there are... As, I haven't seen an interview as good as that on ABC since. No, no. But then again, we're not home at the moment to watch Wayne Carey on enough <laughs> rope. So, who knows? Who knows? Uh, speaking of uh, Outrageous Fortune. Right. Which, not a bad show, actually. Really? And the, the, the hot chick from that's uh, on a local TV ad at the moment. She's very hot. And she's very... I, I know her from somewhere, but I can't think where. Outrageous fortune. No, could, no, could I knew her. I knew her before I saw her in that. Oh, right, I was right, just. Right. I kept on watching. And I, I don't think she's a Kiwi. Right. Maybe she goes to that coffee shop that you stalk Wilbur Wild at. <laughs> no, she doesn't go there. No, no, no. Are no. you sure? Absolutely. Right. So, so you're quite a fan of Outrageous Fortune in the summer months well, between eleven and twelve, waiting for Letterman. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I was going to be, and so I didn't kind of seek it out. And, and yes, I did kind of catch the end of it before Letterman kicked in because it had always been running late. Um, but, yeah, after, after watching an episode, I actually got really hooked. Well, you and uh, Rob Thomas, the creator of Veronica Mars, have a lot in common, Brett, because he likes the show and has just picked it up to make a version of it in the U.S., mm-hmm. Which I think is uh, is very interesting. So he's given a singing career a miss. Yeah, different different Rob Thomas. Different Rob Thomas. Diff- oh, different. So he's not the lead singer of Matchbox. No, oh. no. 
which is uh, which which is odd because mm. very rare for somebody to have the same name. Yes, very rare. Very rare. <laughs> very rare. Uh, so yes, Rob Thomas has uh, has picked up Outrageous Fortune to remake in the states with uh, NBC, which means that he's going to have three shows on three different networks that have all been picked up. ABC's Cupid, the CW's Beverly Hills 90210 spin-off, and the Outrageous Fortune. Of that. No, it's not a country in West. It's just it's just the name of the network is and, CW. And Cupid's something from that he shot the pilot from ages ago, eight before, years ago or before something. Veronica Mars uh, and, with uh, Jeremy Piven. Yes, and uh, and that's come back. Obviously, not with Jeremy Piven, but mm. uh, with someone else. That so, seems yeah, that seems very odd. Is there are there any shows around at the moment? On any in any country that haven't been picked up to be either screened in America or remade in America. Uh, I mean, why why would you remake Outrageous Fortune? Brightown hasn't been picked up yet. That's true. <laughs> we won't hold our breath. Uh, why why would they pick up Outrageous Fortune? Do you think? I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, you're you're, y- you're the watcher. <laughs> <laughs> you speak for Outrageous. Fortune. Well, you know, I'm I'm not sure that the storyline itself is is anything that kind of unique. Because it's it's just kind of a soapy, isn't it? Well, it's soapy around around a certain type of family. Mm. Yeah, that just seems odd to me. That I, th- I think they're just licensing everything. Yeah, because they uh, they don't have the money to put into development mm. at the moment, uh, and or maybe they do have the money, but it is just so much cheaper to buy overseas product and and remake it than have to actually think of something new and uh, and and go with something. Would new. they be rescripting it? I'm guessing so. But with Kath and Kim. I mean that makes sense. That's a that's a big hit here in Australia. If that can, if they can get some of that hit going over in the US, fantastic. Good luck to them. Outrageous fortune. It's a big hit, in New Zealand. Shut up, sit down. Yeah, that that makes no sense at all. I mean, it's just it's just bizarre. Just the amount of shows they seem to be just picking up for no reason. But Still, I'm, I am looking forward to Daily at Dawn. Daily at Dawn. You don't remember that? No. I, I, I still enjoy the original. <laughs> Nolene Brown when she was looking hot. Still? What are you talking about? No, but hotter hot. She's like, still got like it. Like 70 sultry hot. Ross, the, please give us some news. The Australian is reporting that uh, <laughs> the commercial TV networks are expected to cut back in the amount of Australian music they broadcast uh, because of steep copyright payment increases Two recording artists. Uh, I, I, this this article uh, it, it's 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 a bit hard to follow, but apparently the PPCA. Yep, the Public Performance uh, thing of Australia. The Phonographic <coughs> Performance there you go. Company of Australia, and that's that's the body that actually uh, puts on the charge for for venues. So you know, nightclub PPCA gets uh, royalties yep. paid to yep. it rather than to APRA and dance parties. Yep. The cafes, uh, anywhere, anywhere that you go out in public that they play music. So, so what's the difference between them and APRA, APRA which is the Australasian Performing Rights Association? Uh, APRA are about uh, broadcasting more so and performance of covers and that sort of stuff. Um, okay. So, so if, Ross, off the top if, of my head, I can't remember what the distinction is. But if, if you and if you and your band, mm-hmm. if you and your band mm-hmm. decide to do a version of "You're the Voice," yes. And, quite, quite likely. And, and you perform that live. <laughs> Again, also quite likely because, then, I mean, I can't get enough of John Farnham. I know. Uh, then uh, then you're going to be charged for the performance of that that you do live. Now, if you record that and have it played on radio, mm-hmm. John Farnham's publishing company will get money from APRA right. for that. Right. But then if that version of You're the Voice is played in a venue... Or on TV, evidently. Or on TV, then the money will come still to John Farnham's publishing, but via the PPCA. Right. And okay. just recently, the PPCA have jacked up their charges by something in the vicinity of 12,000% or something? Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Yeah, outrageously. It is, it is. And uh, so apparently uh, networks are saying that uh, this threatens uh, the amount of Australian sound recordings used in local TV drama and as background on sports programs, uh, which 
is is just a huge a huge shame and a, and a real pity if if they're going to start using international cheaper songs rather than local content uh i think we're the losers mm-hmm. definitely and you look at shows like home and away that were always uh big pushes of australian music within their show yep uh and that's just going to go yeah big brother yep well big brother never had uh you're not allowed to sing any songs on big brother there's no no uh, but they they released compilation albums of music uh, played on big brother mm because a friend of mine had had one of his songs right. on one of their compilations. Yeah, and uh, even East of Everything used quite a bit of Australian music yeah. last night. I mean, if if it's going to become more expensive and that's going to be discouraged, that's just a shame for everybody. Yeah, it makes mm. no sense. Yeah, on so many levels, that that massive increase from the PBCA is just bad. Yeah, Brett Cropley. Uh, today on the Nine Network is going to start broadcasting from five thirty a.m. <clears throat> because six o'clock just is too late for some people getting up and uh, getting ready for work. Ray Martin won't do that. Ray Martin's, <laughs> he uh, won't wake up at five thirty. He, he won't. He's not in the picture. In fact, Ray Martin's going to be busy uh, broadcasting as the the English voice commentator for the uh, World Youth Tour, the, the thing where the Pope's coming out. <laughs> right, I have no idea what you're talking about. You haven't heard the Pope's coming World, out. World oh. Youth Day or whatever it is, they're having a big Christian rally in Sydney at, at a Catholic racing, specifically. At a, sorry, Catholic at a racing track at Randwick, oh. and the, Pope, oh, that's, the Pope's well, coming the, here. The fourth time ever that that the uh, the Pontiff has. The last time the Pope came out, he he played Randwick. Did he? Yeah, uh, he played the MCG too. Oh, did he? He that's, drove around in his. Uh, he drove around in his. Did he actually hold there. a mass, or did he just drive around? I didn't see him holding any masses. Oh, mass. At the MCG when he drove <laughs> around... said, did he hold a mouse? Possibly. At the MCG when he drove around in his Popemobile, was he followed by Angry Anderson in the Batmobile? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. No, that was, Glory? See, that, was, uh, that was two different grounds. I had to pull you up here, but one was MCG, one was Waverley. No, that grand final was MCG, thank you very much. Really? Was it Waverley? That year? That year. It was Why? the one and only year, because they were building the Southern Stand. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on that really? one. Yeah. I 1991. Know. No, does that sound right? No. 1989. That's when Batman came out, wasn't it? Sure, Batman came out surely they would schedule it better than to not be able to have the grand final at the home of the VFL, AFL grand final. Took a long time to build that stand. That long? Yeah. Anyway. That's a huge digression. Anyway. Uh, so, 5.30, they're starting. Over the summer, today was live to air uh, from 5am in Queensland, and uh, that was something to do with daylight savings and not happening up in Queensland and all that sort of stuff. Um, Fades and the curtains. found that uh, their, their uh, viewers uh, went up because of that earlier start, so they're going really? to do it around the nation. That's that's insane. If you're waking up and at five thirty in the morning and turning on the television, you need to take a good hard look at your life. But you probably aren't smart enough to change the channel. Ah, true. In fact, uh, if if it's actually taken to its logical conclusion, uh, WA should be receiving around about a five and a half hour version of today every uh, weekday morning. I, I think if this is going to be taken to its natural conclusion, we're going to start seeing today and sunrise starting at 11.30 the night before as they start moving half an hour before the other one constantly. <laughs> oh, they can't do that on uh, on HD. There's already a version of sunrise on 7 HD. Well, the American sunrise? No, the Australian... No, the Australian sun- evening sunrise. Which the, was the nightcap. Which has been... Axed. Oh, has it? Last week. Oh, now they can. Now they can now they start can sunrise st- at <laughs> eleven a.m. Last week. Last week, just on a hiatus. This week, axed. What, what did they do in the week between uh, not being on television and being axed? Well, they went on television, and clearly David Leckie saw that and, and thought it was uh, much better. Well, yeah, I, I did see something uh, suggesting that it was him and him only that uh, you know, in a kind of Kerry Packer esque. Doug Mulray kind of way said, no, get that crap off my network. Well, this is, uh, th- this is what the Daily Telegraph reports. They say that uh, uh, they- they've got a-, a-, a quote from Adam Boland, who is... Uh, oh, sorry. No, Peter Meekin, director of news. Uh, Adam Boland created the show. He also he's, he's the man responsible for, for Brecky Central. Mm. Uh, 
And uh, and Peter Meekin says, uh, I'm not aware of whether David liked it or not, or even if he spent much time watching it. The truth is that there was not a, it, it was not a money earner for us, and this is a tough climate. There is no room to be indulgent. And I remember when uh, when the night kept started, and pretty much the the sentiments that were coming out of Channel Seven were, uh, it doesn't cost very much to make, and uh, we're not really concerned with the money that we're going to make from it because this is a time for us to be indulgent, and. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, on the end of that quote, they said something about, oh, it's great because we're still doing the Andrew O'Keefe late night show. It doesn't matter. That's cheap to make. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought the whole, was the, the whole point. They're not being indulgent anymore. So Anyway, so mm. that's, uh, uh, alas, where, where goes the mint goes the nightcap. <laughs> but, it, but if nobody, like if you've got a show that nobody's watching on a on a high definition channel that very few people have mm. and it gets cancelled there's no difference that's it's very zen of you for it, us but there is no difference well i i think i, I tried to phrase it like if a tree falls in yeah, the yeah, yeah i yes. couldn't think of any phrasing yeah. like that well i don't but, think it made any noises that came down well that's right yeah. that's right i mean nobody's watching it so what's the difference we had uh, a listener write in saying that he liked it really yeah i, I I don't remember that letter. I, I apologise to that it's listener the, for laughing at it. It's the best $200 investment they spend in a high-def set-top Oh, high-definition. Oh, they yeah, like high-definition. High I thought you said we had a letter saying they liked the nightcap. I just assumed that because the nightcap was the only thing on high-definition, oh, right. that, that must be what he likes. Nah, it's sport. Right, right. Mm. And that is the Box Cutters News. Are you one of those that follows the Follows the ads. Now I can talk as much as I want. Hello, 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 and often, you know, rip off uh, either songs or movies to try and uh, hock their wares. But uh, Telstra have taken it to the new next level with their latest Telstra ad. I don't know if uh, if either of you have seen it. It uh, rips off no. the famous Midnight Cowboy theme. The, everybody's talking. Everyone's talking at me. So we're gonna I, we're gonna do a bit of uh, participation I heard, here. I so, heard a story about this. So, so hang on. This is Nilsson's so, song. The, yes, Nilsson's song. Everybody's talking. Yes. So Brett, can you read out your the first highlighted bit, please? Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Now that's of course the original words. Now the Telstra words are, everyone's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. No, I'm reading the wrong ones. Everyone's talking at me. I hear. Every word they're saying with my phone and laptop combined. Oh, I'm so angry. Keep going. Because this, yeah, this, is, this is one of my favourite songs yeah. of, of all. People stopping, staring. I can't see their faces. Only the shadows of their eyes. People conference call me. I can see their faces. Send them files anytime. No. I'm going where the sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. Going where the weather suits my clothes. I'm going where I'm going home where the sun's still shining. Email from a train. <laughs> Turbo call and next uh, IP on the go. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is next IP? I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I actually had real that's trouble. That's because you, you constantly get kicked off and have to reconnect. You get a different get a IP address it. every time. I, I couldn't. Um, I couldn't figure out what it was, and I thought they'd maybe done a bit of a because they couldn't think of anything to rhyme there. Uh, so, banking off the northeast wind, sailing on a summer breeze, skipping over the ocean like a stone. Work's all done. My wife just grins. Kids tucked up in bed. How'd I ever get by without it? What? That doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> that, what? what? What's more, they've uh, they've whoa, actually whoa 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 <laughs> whoa whoa whoa. It, it's a pretty close copy of it. Like if you weren't paying attention, you you would think like the voice is very much that country country and western kind of feel. And what makes uh, it even stranger? Country's half right. <laughs> what makes it even stranger is they've uh, they've stolen some of the imagery from Midnight Cowboy as well. That. Uh, that much copied shot of uh, cowboy Joe Buck 
walking in the city of Metropolis and sticking out in his cowboy hat and his whole outfit. Yeah. They've actually got the guy with his kid on his shoulders wearing a big cowboy hat they did and that. walking. That's, it's bizarre. I have to say, it's very bizarre. If, if, you're, if you're a male prostitute, you should not be taking your kid to work with you. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It, 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 it's actually insinuating that the kid in the cowboy outfit is the male prostitute. Oh, yeah. the, the, kid, the, the kid's in the cowboy hat. The kid's out. in the cowboy hat. Oh, that's wrong. That yeah. is wrong. And in fact, I'd heard a story from an industry insider that John Paulson pitched this ad with the everybody's talking thing and finishing it up with the dad and the kid dressed up as the cowboy walking down the street until they'd, they'd actually shot three days on it. And then some hit, some honcho at Telstra actually went out and, and watched, watched the movie cowboy. and realised the kid's <laughs> the male <laughs> prostitute. Oh, my God, we can't possibly do this. <laughs> And then it had been but, canned. No, no, but, no. It's 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 still on, and it's 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 like a minute long ad. You know, they're usually thirty seconds, but it's just it's just this horrendous minute long ad with with all visuals showing him, you know, emailing from a train and all these other things that he can get uh, done. That's and then and then in the end, is is his friend really really sick and he's got to go on a bus and <laughs> yeah, he, he dies on a bus on the way home. Oh, that's it's so a sad. Downer at the end of yeah. the ad. No, oh, Oh, yeah. oh no! That makes me so angry. Mm. I don't buy that at all. Mm, definitely not. Mm. Hi, I'm Tim Ferguson, and I listen. They listen, and you should listen to Box Cutters. They're sharp, they're small, and you can take over your own jumbo jet with them. Box Cutters, Gladiators, Gladiators. I, I've been waiting for Gladiators to come back for for something like ten years. <laughs> it, I I really I loved it. I loved it when it was on first time around because there was nothing else like it on television. Firstly, it looked like The Running Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was huge stadium television. And uh, on top of all that, and ta- actually take away all of the, the glitz and the lights and the glam, it, it was human beings at their best trying to win a... a True competition of physicality, and <laughs> you had me for the first <laughs> standing standing on a platform trying to knock somebody over with a giant Q-tip. I, uh, I never really saw no, that. No, but, a... but the uh, the elimination at the end, oh, yeah, definitely. running definitely. running that the gauntlet. Yeah, running that gauntlet. Well, see, mm. now they've got a thing called the gauntlet and something else. Ah. Uh. Was but it called the gauntlet? But I think I it was so. called the gauntlet. Anyway, running through those those obstacles and climbing that rope ladder and doing all this and and just two regular humans pitted against each other mm. trying to do better than the other person at, at these really difficult tasks. It, I mean, the the lead up to those last 5 minutes of Gladiators was uh was just kind of like a little, little taster. Mm. But it was always the last 5 minutes it, that it, were ama- amazing television. And it depended on the game. Yes, you know some games fun to watch. Some games ridiculous. Yes, uh, so I, I've really wanted Gladiators to come back for for a long time, and was very excited. Uh, I think it's end of last year when the media release came through from Channel Seven saying that they were starting Gladiators uh, as as well as uh, the American Network starting their own versions of Gladiators, and uh, and very excited. So last Sunday night was the night that Gladiators came back. And nothing has changed. <laughs> no, it still looks like it was, it was shot in 1990. Yes. 1995, whenever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, still, it still looks like it was shot in 1995, but it, it doesn't matter because the, the game is the same. And, uh, and it, you know, you've got the cheesiness of the gladiators themselves with their horrible names, which the, the intro of, of this show was a, a parody of. And... Uh, and uh, then you've got the the regular people who who have jobs but are unusually fit, trying to better the the gladiators in uh, in in their chosen fields, uh, and you've got uh, Carlton football star Cooter as one of the gladiators who he doesn't have his own gladiator name. He's just Cooter. Well, he was Cooter the Greek. Oh, was he? But I think they've they've uh, they've cut that back just to Cooter. Right. I think, they think Cooter's enough now, evidently. He, he he actually did quite well in the Q-tip one. He did. He stuck it in that other guy's ear and <laughs> cleaned the other guy. Fell. Cleaned it out because he he was off balance after uh, after having all the wax taken out of his ear. <laughs> did you uh, did you actually bother to watch any of the American version? 
No, I haven't seen any of the American version. The American version is co-hosted by Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Not, not, no, because Hollywood Hulk Hogan was NWA. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. So is it Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? So it's yeah, bad? He's, he doesn't have the yellow and red bandana. And oh. He's not talking about Hulkamania. It's, so it's, 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 bad it's bad Hulk Hogan. With the stubble and the white moustache. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you need somebody like that. I just thought that the... Uh, Tom Williams, Tom the Chippy, Williamson, yeah, Williams, whatever his what, name is, Tom the Chippy, and, and Zoe Naylor, Brian Naylor. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't buy that. Uh, yeah, they're just, they're just really not that good. You, you need the kind of the the big muscle brained kind of antics of Hulk Hogan, who whenever he's not actually talking, is busy preening to the camera or to the audience, pumping up his muscles and flexing. Yeah, but he is the whole time. And, then, and he can't talk. He just yells. Like, that's, that's what you need as a host, because the games are so ridiculous. Yes, you need, you need something over the top. And mm. back in the day, the, the Aaron Peterson uh, hostess from Lost, uh, yep. that, that was also always the weakest part of the show and and i didn't care and uh one of the great things about having it on the the pvr is that i could just fast forward through their bits yep yep uh, and and the referee this time no good no he says gladiators are just, you ready it's just, it takes just too long. gladiators I, are you I ready to, i want to hear gladiators ready not are you ready oh, yeah. gladiators ready just uh. Cut the whole thing down. So he's, he's, he's over-enunciating and adding words. Yes. Unnecessarily. Yes. That being said, the gameplay is still just as good. I still really, really like it. <laughs> I, and, and it rated its socks off. It, 1.9 million. It did, but I reckon, you know, it was, it was kind of fun last night. But I reckon that that fun will wear off. Fairly quickly. Not for me. Okay. You don't think so? Will it, will it last as long as the National Bingo Night? Oh, it'll last. Well, the thing is, they've uh, they've already recorded all of the, the the entire series of Gladiators. Hey, they recorded Bingo and they didn't show those, obviously, because the winners <laughs> didn't get paid out. Oh, well, that's true. Uh, but uh, there is a, a set season, and and it's a season. It's, it's leading up to something. Uh, plus, I think people really enjoy Gladiators. I think it's a it is a fun show to watch. I think it'll bleed viewers. Really? Yeah, I think I think by the time we hit the end, it'll be struggling to make the million mark. By the end of this series, that's my prediction. I don't think it can sustain the two million people in, in a, the, a show. In, in the same way that every week, despite good knowledge, I tip Carlton to win <laughs> in the footy tipping. I see. I can't. I just. I love Gladiators so much. I can't even think of such a fate for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. And yeah. Hope. Yeah. Uh, also on Sunday night was the new <coughs> Deb Cox ABC drama East of Everything. Sea change. Mm-hmm. No. 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 Definitely not sea change. East of everything. Sea of everything. <laughs> East of everything coming to you live from Broken Bay. Broken Bay. Yeah. Can, can you figure out what, what Broken Bay was modelled on? So, no, some no. Bay in New South Wales. Like, I can't maybe, quite maybe figure it out. Maybe somewhere easterly in New uh, South yeah, Wales. I, I, can't, oh. I can't figure it out. Ba- Batemans Bay? Possibly. Oh, no, that's, that's Victoria. Yeah. Uh, but Botany, Botany Bay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, you didn't see this one? No, 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 this this one I this one I, I missed completely. Uh, I don't think you really missed a lot. You watched it, didn't you, Brett? I did watch it. Uh, basic then, plot is a travel writer's mother dies. He hasn't been home for many years. He comes home. There's friction with his brother. younger brother, uh, and played by Tom Long. Yes. Oh well, the the travel writer's Richard Roxburgh. And I say Richard Roxburgh's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Right. <laughs> Say no uh, more. It's got uh, Gia, Gia Carides yes, plays Gia uh, Tom Long's scheming girlfriend. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's you, like the uh, the John Howard character from uh, Sea Change. And there's also... Can, can you call, she wants to develop the, the land. Can you call her by her proper name, please? What's her proper name? Gia and or Zoe Carides. Right. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, what's her name? Susie Porter. Yep. Uh, plays the... Local love interest, and the one, you, the one that uh, Richard Roxburgh had left behind when he when he'd gone travelling into uh, Burma. And due to uh, it, so, so due she's, to it, she's due not to a cop anymore. No, she's no. not a cop, um, <laughs> or, but she's a counsellor. But she's a, a bit remote, of a hippie chick, remote right. access nurse. Not a remote access. She given up on it. She has had so many jobs. Her reason, I wouldn't hire her. <laughs> uh, and basically, due to a quirk of fate, 
Richard Roxborough's travel writer isn't able to go back overseas after two days like he has planned and ends up running the resort. That's quick. That uh, that their mother had to run with with their with his brother. Right. Well, the mother hadn't actually been able to get around to getting it running as no. a resort because the council were holding up permits and uh, the whole the whole Susie Porter being on the council will obviously kind of turn into a bit of a thread. There so so Richard Richard Roxborough has to uh, has to run it with his brother Tom Long, who he doesn't get along with. Mm. Conflict mm. equals drama. That's right. Mm. That's right. Plus, there's uh, Nipper from Police Rescue playing a uh, dodgy, uh, dodgy real estate person who's trying to buy all the land for his own real Nipper. estate developments. Is that um, Steve Bisley? Uh, look, it's very, uh, it's very dour. There wasn't much. Uh, there wasn't much happiness in it, which which doesn't worry me usually, but uh, it just wasn't very good either. I don't think. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of comedy there. No, uh, very unlike Sea Change in that way. Yeah, uh, it didn't have yep. that light fluffiness of Sea Change. Uh, and it's only going to be a six-parter. And yes, and there there are a couple of other characters that the vague hippie chick who was going up to hook up with her boyfriend in the combi and then who who was really more an of answer. a and same with Gia Caridi's really more um, caricatures than characters. Like they were really kind of over the top. I mean, she was a hippie and. She couldn't have been more hippie in everything she wore and everything she said to the point of just and being... Busy and busy. Yeah, yeah, to the point of just being a bit stupid. And the old woman who just got out of prison. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we don't know much about where, where they're from and, and where they're going to go at mm. this point. Better or worse than Dog's Head Bay? Oh, better than Dog's Head Bay. Okay. But just because everything is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, my wife actually had an interesting take on it. She said uh, it was because it was very atmospheric, and she said that's what uh, ABC drama particularly do a lot of. There was a lot of it, it had a very strong atmosphere to it, and great locations like just up above everything and seeing the lighthouse, yeah, flashing away in the background and but, stuff. But maybe you know, not a great story, not really all that interesting. But they they do ABC drama does do atmosphere very well. Mm. Uh, but then. That was that was mirrored, uh, you know. I thought last week when we saw uh, Emerald Falls, mm-hmm. I thought they, they were they were really trying to replicate that ABC look. Yep. Uh, so it's obviously something that's entered into the uh, the, the television consciousness mm. and is just going to be replicated at any time there is a story set out in the middle of nowhere. Someone's made a, a, a life change. Yeah. Uh, which you know, I'm getting sick of that as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't, I don't think I'm going to watch it. It it's rated about a million, mm-hmm. which is which isn't too bad for that's good for uh, ABC. For ABC again, it'd be interesting to see if that keeps it up. But I think I think it probably will, and it's uh, it's got the prime eight thirty Sunday night time slot. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see. That's great. So that's uh, East of Everything, which is on ABC, 8.30 on a and, Sunday night. And the similarities with Gladiators, uh, one of the characters was called Vance. <laughs> See? Stupid names. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> right. And Gladiators is on 7.30 on... 6.30. Sorry, 6.30 on Channel 7 on Sunday. Okay, question three. Which Gareth, canal... Are all these going to be about war? No. i got loads of... i got one on tennis, one on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea? Last week we put the call out. Send us your quiz questions. And we were overwhelmed with the one question we got. (laughs) I was whelmed. No, no. (laughs) Didn't you see the other one? No. Did you see the other one? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. No, I didn't see. There was another one. Really? Yeah. Maybe that came to a different email address. I'll I'll have to have a look. This one came from. I, uh, I was disappointed we got no answers. Really, you wanted some answers? Yeah, send us your quiz answers. Well, we we did ask for questions. We asked for both. Yeah, but uh, but I think it's it's a lot easier for people to come up with questions, which is maybe why we don't get the the volume of entries. Uh, for the quiz because people don't like coming up with answers. They only like coming up with questions. Ah, oh, maybe. That's my guess anyway. Uh, so, uh, so, Kathy, 
Kathy from California, an international listener. Kathy Boxcutter. Kathy Boxcutter got on the, uh, the the email and sent us a quiz question. She is going to get a crumpler prize. Well done, Kathy. Well done to you, Kathy. I'll uh, I'll email you about how you're going to get that prize as mm. well, being in California. Mm. Not not that there was a quiz going to come up with a question quiz giveaway thing. No, no, but no. Anyway. It's just it, you know what? It's such a good question. It, it's such. A, it had me racking my brains. You're such a stickler, Brett. It's, such a stickler. It's not. What, uh, she deserves a prize for this. It's a great question, and coming from another country. I don't even know how she knows this. That's true. That's true. That's, I, I have no idea. And, and I'm willing to bet she didn't just take her headphones off when the quiz music was playing and say, do we have a question? Quick! <laughs> Think of something! Think of something! <laughs> so I, I had to rack my brains for the, uh, for the answer of this question, and, and I got it. So uh, it's worth having a guess at. It's difficult, but don't let that deter you because we have a fantastic Crumpler Prize for... A correct answer. And you'll see that on the video podcast. There is no video no, podcast. No, 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 it no, is. no. That's Cathy's one. No, 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 no. This is, this is the giveaway for this week. I, I it's the, wait, 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 wait. It's hang on. The, before you say this. It's I'm, the Crumpler Messenger bag. I'm concerned. It'll be, it'll be cool. Just <laughs> Cathy's only here for a limited time. We want to get... Okay. We've got we've got the camo, the special camo messenger bag from Crumpler SC textbook point camo green and red. It, it is a beautiful. See, it, it is actually bag. actually. I'll have to move it around a bit for the video podcast because <laughs> it is it is uh, camouflaged into the background here in the studio, being the uh, Southeast Asian jungle look in here. That's where you want to And I'm going to apologise to Kathy in advance that she never got her back. <laughs> she she will. I will. I will make sure. I will make sure. So this is uh, this is Kathy's question. Uh, you need to email us hooray at boxcutters.net with the answer. And really, have a guess. Just just try. Uh, somebody will win the Crumpler Prize this week. So, give us a go. Which Melbourne actor, within the past year, appeared on three different first-run Australian television shows, totaling four episodes, on three different networks, within a three-hour period on the same night? Wow. Now she's got a she's got an extra bit of and what night was it and I I think that's just a, a little bit too hard. Mm. Let's just go with which Melbourne actor within the past and Melbourne I think it's a, a clue there. Mm. Uh, actor actor is cool. a clue. <laughs> male. So which Melbourne male actor within the past year appeared three different first run shows so none of them were repeats on the same night. And uh, another clue is that there were four episodes. So one of the shows was two episodes. A double episode. A double episode. And on three different networks within a three-hour period. Send your answers to hooray at boxcutters.net. This is a fantastic Crumpler prize. Crumpler make great bags, I have to say. If uh, um, if if somebody like this is quite a difficult one to get, maybe we should run the quiz over two weeks. It's uh, it's 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 we could do that. We could run the quiz over two weeks. Well, if we don't get an answer this week, I I want you to try to answer this week. Try to answer this week. I think maybe we could run it over two weeks, and then we could give Kathy that bag. <laughs> <laughs> You're really worried about Kathy not getting the bag. That's the concern. But she's gone to all this work. She has. She it's, has. It's, it's, it's not like there's not a precedent. It's true. <laughs> Look, we can always give her a T-shirt. The, uh, so send your answers to hooray at boxcutters.net. Uh, we would hope to have some answers by next Monday. You can look up wherever you want, do some research. It's worth it. It's a crumpler mm. bag. These things are like 150 bucks. They're not cheap and they're fantastic. Hooray at boxcutters.net if you want to enter the quiz. And the lines are still open uh, if you want to send in an email to that same address, hooray if you want to try and stump the boxcutters with your own questions. Or and, just, just send us uh, any... We may use them for quizzes if uh, we consider them worthy. Send you any tidbit but, of um, question or answer or anything oh, and, and you might win a prize. We think we're up for the challenge. A L- little bit of uh, information or maybe a photograph of yourself in underwear for Ross. For me? <laughs> Why for me? I don't know. I was looking at you at the time. <laughs> hey, um, when I 
cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. No have pork, you, uh, all right. Have you seen uh, Letterman recently? Yes. No. I'm a little bit concerned that they're maybe a little bit, they are maybe a little bit desperate. Desperate um, how? After after uh, the the opening uh, brackets when they go to the first ad, Ellen Coulter comes on and uh, tells us what the top ten coming up is, who the mm. guests are going to be, mm. and uh, put on some coffee because you don't want to fall asleep for this one. And it really has a stench of desperation about it. It's Letterman going down in the ratings over in the US. Well, he's what's going he's on. He's not winning the ratings battle, mm. and, but, but think, he hasn't been for some time. No. So. 12 years or something. But then even when Jay Leno had no writers, Letterman wasn't winning the ratings battle. And that's really when they thought they were going to get the viewers. And uh, and for some reason, people still prefer to watch Leno trip over himself in a in a studio. And not, not like in a funny tripping over yourself pratfall kind of a way. Uh, just tripping over yourself in an embarrassing, I got no material, LOL, kind of a way. And, uh, and just... just Absolutely terrible show. Why people watch that over Letterman, I have no idea. But some of Letterman's jokes you have to think about. Yeah, see, that's the problem. This is what Tim Ferguson was saying last week. With mm. you know, the the average IQ is one hundred, and yep. uh, and Letterman just doesn't really cater to that one hundred audience all the time. No, definitely whereas not. whereas Leno definitely does. <laughs> it's a funny thing that was printed in the paper. Hilarious. Although. Uh- Letterman started doing that as well. Has he? <laughs> small time, small town small news. Years. Oh, really? Yeah, but it is quite funny. But <laughs> it's Letter- just an occasional thing. Yeah. Letterman for a while did that, but it was made up. Ah, right. They, they were doing made up stories. Well, they've got the FBMI fun facts. Yes, that are yes. made up generally. Right. Yes. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the thick of it. A uh, very funny BBC political comedy. Uh, that's not going to screen. Here no. on the ABC. No, no, it's not. Because uh, apparently... That's, that's just shocking. David Knox blames himself. <laughs> right. Actually, <laughs> I was thinking... <laughs> Dave, this is... Uh, I said last week I was having a chat to, to David Knox and uh, and he blames himself because he uh, he called up the uh, ABC to say, to say uh, are you still going to show this? Because don't you know about... Uh, Chris Langham, I think it's great that you're going to show it d- despite what's what's happened to Chris Langham. I think that's fantastic. And uh, the ABC said, oh, no, no, we're definitely still going to show it. That's that's amazing. And then apparently later. Yeah, got, got off the phone with him. And so, he did what? And uh, and it's gone. Which I think is terrible. I don't, I, well, how on earth is showing that support pedophilia? It, it doesn't in any no. way. And it's such a good series mm. that they should just show it. I mean, this is... This is the thing. A, a, a great artist is is a great artist, and you know you don't stop showing Salvador Dali pictures because he was a fascist. You, it, it just doesn't. It, it doesn't happen. The the work is still good, and and especially he is such a small part of it. Mm. I mean, it's not the Chris Langham show. No, that's it's, right. It's he he just plays one of uh, a multitude of characters, as as proven in the specials where they didn't you know they didn't really need him. No. And, uh, and and still very entertaining. So mm. I think it's a bad move on the ABC's part. I don't think that uh, they would have lost that many ratings points over it. They wouldn't uh, have. They, 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 what, did you have a look at what was on? I can't think of what new, it was, but it sketch, wasn't particularly... A new sketch oh, it comedy was bad. show. It yeah. was a bad sketch comedy show. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and, you know, that's just shouldn't... That shouldn't happen. No. And what, they're scared of Neil Mitchell? Is that what they're scared of? <laughs> I mean, really? Just get over yourselves. Hey, uh, have you guys uh, seen the ad for the Olympics on Channel 7? No. Uh, oh, I've, very, seen the, I've seen the visa ads with uh, Jackie no, Chan. No, no, these are the proper ads. I'm, I'm very excited. Apparently, uh, most of the events are going to be held on the Olympic, uh, on the Great Wall. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that should make it quite exciting. Is that Because that, that serves as pommel horse and balance beam. Uh, and boxing rings oh. and all kinds of things. There's a, there's a few in Actually, Tiananmen Square, which I'm not as excited about, but mostly... Is that the tank is. fighting? <laughs> the, the, hot, the hot tip with the bookies, if you look into it, is that uh, the Mongolians are going to take out the uh, number one in the middle tally, this uh, Olympic Games. Well, see, the, the Mongolians... Because they're so used to, to they, working with uh, <laughs> battering down the walls. The, the Mongolians have actually been working on their pole vault. <laughs> 
Oh, there's Mongols. <laughs> Are you Mongolian? Uh, we never talked about uh, Knight Rider. I no, would suggest with good reason. We, but we, perhaps you wouldn't. We, we, didn't, talk, we didn't talk about Knight Rider. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Have you not seen it? I haven't it? seen it, no. Oh, Brett. Brett, it's a treat. Really? It's, you know what? The, the, it, it just it hooked me in. Because there's this opening bit and you kind of go, okay, well, that's the premise. That's fine. Uh, but then the music starts. And, and you just go, ah, oh, yeah, the music. It's great. And so, and so I, got, I got hooked in when the, when the opening credits started. And uh, yes, Ross, the opening credits do start like the traditional Knight Rider credits, but then go into some horrible remix of them. You see, that, to me, that was symbolic of the whole show. I got excited by the credits for about two seconds, and then they went, yeah. yeah and then yeah, once this bit excellent. stopped and they went into the dodgy kind of uh, naughties remix of it, I just kind of went, this is terrible. And that's what it was like with the whole show. I watched about two minutes going, oh, yeah, not runner. This sucks. <laughs> Whereas I, I don't know, I, I, I loved it. But I, I kind of loved it because it was crap mm. uh, for, for, for the large part, but also because when I started thinking about Knight Rider as as it was and all the things that Kip could do. Cars can do that now. <laughs> Cars can drive by themselves. So you know, how how do you how do you make that even more exciting? Well you make it a camouflage car that can actually change its Juco on the run. Which the, which I think is great. into every camera worldwide yeah. and satellite navigation. So uh, if it needs to find anybody, he goes, ah, oh, he just withdrew money from an ATM in Las Vegas. We can find him like that. And uh, the th- thing is, Val Kilmer still, uh, still manages to overact atrociously <laughs> just as the voice of Kit, which is very disappointing. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was all right. It, it was, I mean, if you watch the old Knight Rider... It's, it was exactly that. It was the old Night Rider. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm not, you know. You're not the audience. Or yeah. Eight or whatever I was when the original Night Rider was on. Maybe Whereas that's the problem. I regressed quite, <laughs> quite easily into uh, into my ten year old self and just went, ooh, fast cars driving really, uh, really, really, really fast. Unlike Team Night Rider, even the bad guys drive Fords mm. in uh, in this one. So Fords really. Taken out a lot of sponsorship. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, some it, of the it is criticism. Lot, it was a lot better than Team Knight Rider. Some I of the say. criticism I heard from the states was that it was just one great big Ford ad, and there really wasn't anything more to it. Yeah, it's, so what? Do you remember those That's excellent a, BMW ads? That would be the least of its problems. I would have thought. Do, do you remember those those excellent BMW ads with? Uh, that they got the uh, series, the directors. Series? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that Scorsese and John Woo and uh, and and people like that directing these these ads but they were like five to ten minute ads with uh that uh that actor who was in croupier and uh, mm. uh clive owen clive owen the, the man who wasn't the next james and bond shoot him up have you seen that i have not seen shoot him up. it's a joke but it's a great action movie uh and uh yes yeah, so they had uh clive owen as this uh, as the driver and his job was to tail people and uh, and possibly save them, possibly kill them. We were never really sure. But he was driving a different BMW every single time. So it was a great BMW ad, but also a really entertaining watch. I think uh, Knight Rider's the, the, the same. And and then and also look at uh, uh, the, the remake of... Uh, oh, not the, the French connection. The Italian Job. Yep. Remake of The Italian Job. Know was just an ad for Mini. And it was really just BMW saying, we need to sell Minis. Let's make a film out of it. And it works. I don't see the problem with that. It's fun. It's fun. I couldn't make it through it. You, and you missed and you missed the, uh, the best and worst bit. Right. Uh, because you, you didn't get to the end, so you didn't see where David Hasselhoff came in. No, and, I didn't uh, see David Hasselhoff. And, and really acted all of his... Uh, Every single bit of plastic surgery was acting in uh, in that that short I, bit I that did, he was uh, in. I did, yeah, I did think, oh, I've got to keep watching for David Hasselhoff. And then about halfway through, I thought, I don't like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> Turning this crap off. He's a knob. He no, was, was that was the end of that. He was absolutely terrible, <laughs> and the the lines he had to say, it was like he'd written them himself. Just, just he appalling. wanted that writing credit so badly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. There's 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 a point where where his son says. Am I going to see you again? And so Michael no Knight says. Michael Knight says. 
I hope so. <laughs> and walks off into the distance. <laughs> or actually, seemingly walks off into a lake. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Or well, walking on the lake. No, no, no. He just he walks he walks towards the <laughs> lake, but it do, he, it doesn't look like he's going to veer onto a path or anything. He just keeps walking and they cut away from it. So oh. my assumption is he said, hopefully, and that's hopefully if I don't drown in this lake. <laughs> it's like in that Shaquille O'Neal movie where he was a superhero and he beats somebody up and then he takes a step back and ascends an escalator. <laughs> just, well, what are you going to do when there's not an escalator behind you? <laughs> now, speaking of cars, uh, just a couple of things. Oh, uh, top, he's going to talk about Top Gear. I know. It's, it's always. How do you know that? Because it's the only time you talk about cars. Jeremy Clarkson's uh, been uh, had his photo of uh, talking on a mobile phone while driving his 1971 vintage Merc um, on the, the mirror or one of those tabloid papers. Um, the cops over there aren't going to charge him for talking on his mobile phone while he was driving. There's outrage over there. Um, but also SBS continue to uh, degrade the, the brand. Um, the <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond are just looking like raving lunatics uh, these days when they go on and on about uh, uh, the environmental impacts of cars and uh, kind of railing against the congestion tax in London and uh, as, the various measures that uh, uh, they were bringing in back in 2002 that uh, today look like uh, not quite enough to actually try and reverse some of the uh, global warming that's going on. As was pointed out on the blog... Are you complaining that the show's evolving? No. Are you <laughs> complaining that the show has evolved? No. No, no. What's I'm, your problem? I'm, I'm complaining that SBS are uh, rolling out old rope for us. That... But it's not It's not old rope for us. Like, we've never seen these episodes, and they make it very yeah, clear, But also, Brett. we haven't seen any of the episodes of the two years between the last almost current episode and the the ones they're producing they're today. They're saving it for you. They're not saving it for they're us. Save- they're never going to show it to us because they're going to try and feed us the crap Australian <laughs> version. <laughs> they're saving it for you, Brett. The the thing that uh, Jeremy Clarkson and uh, and his photo was, uh, he uh, he said, uh, oh, look, it's absolutely ridiculous and I'm going to take uh, measures so, so that this uh, never happens again. I'm going to install tinted windows yes, into my car. Really dark tinted windows. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, see what Very he did there? Clever. See what yes, he did? Yes. See what he did? Uh, good luck with the next few weeks. I, I will be taking maternity leave. Oh, really? P- patern- you knew that. Paternity leave. No, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know that it was leave. a for sure thing from now. Yeah, for sure thing from now. So okay. next week filling in for me will be the lovely Anna Brain. Excellent. So, I mean, not, not excellent that you won't be here, but excellent that, that she is such a fine such replacement. A, such a good feeling. So, uh, and, hmm. a, and a really nice different perspective. Hopefully. What's her, uh, <laughs> what's her gladiator name going to be? Ah, uh, I don't know. Brainiac. Maybe, maybe it could, yeah, Brainiac. Maybe it could be the same as her box cutter's name, Brainbow. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Well, I look, I, I look forward to that, and I, uh, I, I look forward to, to a, a new entry into your family and the box cutter's family, Ross. Mm, yes, indeed. That's, indeed, that's very exciting. That's going to bring us to the yes. end of Box Cutters episode one hundred and twenty-six. I want to say thanks very much to Crumpler, our giveaway sponsors, who give us excellent bags to give to you. And really, they're the best bags in the world. Mm-hmm. It's Crumpler. You can find them on the net at crumpler.com.au. put up with any of those cheap Chinese knockoffs. No, they don't, don't. They don't stitch them up as well. Oh, no, no, no. And they're not as good for your shoulder. And no, these they'll are break in two weeks. Really well-designed bags. They'll last you a lifetime. Uh, it's, Brett said that. I don't, I don't know. That's, Last a lifetime. I'm not guaranteeing that. <laughs> oh, I've, what if, I've had my first one for years and years, and what it's if, still almost as good as the apart from the couple of coffee spills on there. What, what if someone uh, Which, like you know, walks through I just a fire or something? Well, Brett, it's, you can't guarantee you know, a lifetime. Obviously, if they're walking through the fire with their bag, their life's going to be over. It lasted the lifetime. It's a, <laughs> all right. They're good bags. They'll last you a long time. I also want to say thanks to three triple R. The studios we use for recording this podcast each and every week belong to them, mm. and they're very good to us. You can check them out on the web at rrr.org.au. They do great radio, and they do good podcasts. Yes, they do. Mm. They do. If you like this podcast, you can uh, go onto the iTunes Music Store and write a review on the Box Cutters page. It will help other people find this podcast, and they can enjoy it as well. Yep. yep. Until next week... I'm Josh Canal. 
Oh, I'm not going to be here next week. Oh, oh right. <laughs> so, so there's no point me but, saying my name. No, but you still you are. You are anyway. Roth Canal. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, what? Roth McQueen. Oh, now this is now. Now it's like the fly or something. It's a horrible hybrid. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> that's that's Ross McQueen, and I am still Brett Cropley. Catch us again next week, same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, thanks for listening to Box Cutters. And hey, let's be careful out there. What's hey, wrong? thanks for listening. Yeah, what's what's with the hay? Sorry. You're stealing my hay. <laughs> thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Well, Catch us again like... next week, same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, Roth. the music. <laughs> Beware the Roth. <laughs> Aren't you, aren't you glad you're leaving on this note, Ross? I think Brett will just fade it out before this, before no, all no, this happens. No, no, no. This is still going to be there. The whole thing's going to no be No editing there. on Box Cutters. I'm still angry about that Telstra ad. <laughs>